like we have a real relationship that's like you know like like okay for example this woman right here i love her more than anything in the world and i find her beautiful and sexy at all times (laughs) here it comes this morning (laughs) i woke up my alarm clock was her getting peed on by a cat (laughs) her head covered in urine yeah and guess what i screamed i was hard (laughs) never been more hard no And welcome to Should They Don't Tell You. And welcome. A show where you can get tons and tons and tons and tons and tons of relationship advice and other cool things. Other cool things, too. My uh, name is Nikki Limo. And I'm Steve Green. And today, indeed, we are talking about... Cats. And most importantly, what things that you can do to mess up a good relationship. Ooh, that's a good topic. Yeah. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Hmm. So, like, th- say things are going good. Yeah. What can you do to mess it up real You cheat. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty solid. I think that that like that's like an instant deal breaker. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think that's pretty normie. Everyone knows that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not super creative when it comes to um how to ruin a good relationship. Uh I think that I mean I think it's harder to like consciously, you know, be thankful and and maintain a good relationship. That's that, very true. I mean, there's so many things that you can do to ruin one. Describe be thankful. Like appreciating your partner and treating each each day, like each moment as if you're still dating, you mm-hmm. know? Um, not like getting so, so cozy and lazy that you don't see your partner as someone that you have a crush on. Very true. You know? Very true. I think that that's like uh, one thing that I see people get wrong is once they got the girl or they got the guy and they get married, they had the wedding day, the big show, you know, it's like, now what? And then they, they just kind of, they chill. They just kind of devolve into roommates. Yes. And they stop like having crushes on each other. Yeah, the roommate culture thing is really bad. Yeah, and it's rampant. And I guess maybe because we're old old enough now that people we know have been in couples, have been in relationships for a long time. Yeah, a lot of them, yeah. Like a, like a decade plus or whatever, that we are actually seeing the fallout or the... The, the cons- method gone wrong. Yeah, the, yeah. Everyone started out with their different strategies on relationships mm-hmm. and like... You definitely see the the divergence of where they were as a couple to now um, based on actions and uh, or non-actions. Yeah, I think so, too. I, I think it's one of those things, too, where I worry about, you know, I know everyone sets expectations too high, mm-hmm. but I really do think that instead of doing that, yeah. because you always do that, right? You, you start dating somebody. And like, I don't know if, well, I know you're like this and I'm like this, but like, as soon as I start dating somebody, I'm like, okay, I could, you know, I'm imagining our wedding day. I'm imagining right. all this shit. Cause I'm like, is this possible with them? Yeah. And I'm excited. Right. Right. But you have to like see it in your mind. Like, can I see a future with this person? Like, yeah. will I feel the same way 10 years down the road, 20 years down the road? And me, cause I'm a fighter. I'm like, yeah, I will. And yeah, yeah I'm going to bring it. And don't worry. I'll fucking bring it. Right. Yeah, like all yeah, that shit. Right. Yeah. But like, then I find out when, you know, like Mike Tyson likes to say, you have a good plan until till you get punched in the face mm-hmm. and all goes out the window. And that's basically how a relationship is. It's like, yeah. 
you have those intentions. You can't wait for maybe, hopefully, that next thing, at least for me. Because I'm like a, a romantic person. Yeah, me too. But then, like, some people are just like, well, I don't know what could happen. Maybe it's, like, completely going to suck. And, like, we all know people like that, right? <laughs> um, but, yeah, but that's how I am, right? So then, yeah. then it becomes, okay, once I get punched in the face first, can I maintain this idea of them? Mm-hmm. Right? Can I maintain this, like where i want them to be and maybe What's that's something unfair. that what something that feels like a punch in the face someone talking trash about you oh okay yeah yeah behind your back yeah and it's like your partner's talking about you or your partner's sitting there while they're talking while someone's talking trash about you mm. and they're not saying anything right like don't say that about my person yeah that's a huge one for me like that's maybe like the biggest one for me yeah i can see yeah. that yeah i mean sure. obviously other than cheating like not, not to like you know, yeah more nuanced one rather yeah yeah but I think that's probably like the biggest one for me is like loyalty. Yeah, loyalty. Like, knowing you get and like with that, knowing that you're going to have my back, like I have. Yours. Well, because there's a certain amount of trust, and when there, when it's like a betrayal. Yes. That like you thought this person was going to have your back, and then they didn't. Yes. Yeah, that would that would really suck. I think that there's two ways for a relationship to get ruined. One is like hard things all at like the big things the big things the cheating the trash talking um things that happen and it's like a one and done or um slowly painfully over time just the waning over time yes you know the um you know there's a lot of that cliche of uh it's not about the dishes in the sink right you know it's about the the thing behind that yeah like that scene yeah, With Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, well, that yeah, that you don't want to do them. Yeah, you that you do don't. It. That you don't want to help your. That you're not helping the partner. Yeah. That you're, um, maybe like it's something that's been important to them. If they've voiced something that's important to them, and you don't think it's that important, so you just ignore it. Yeah. But because then like, you continue, it's, it's just not a big deal. Dish. Yeah, it's not a big deal. And it's not for a big them, deal. Like it was a big but deal. it's like, and they feel crazy for you know harping on it. So they they're not going to harp on it. Just resentment starts to build slowly over time over time over time and then it's just a you just they don't know why they fell out of love yeah i think that's a big one yeah i think resentment is a huge invisible force that you can sometimes trick yourself into thinking that you don't have it or that you like oh everything's good you know i don't have resentment but if you didn't really um resolve an issue with your partner and that issue comes up again and again and again and again and each time you kind of dismiss it and so you're kind of basically saying oh i'm not going to set a hard boundary on this like it's okay to do this but i'm going to harbor resentment subconsciously yeah um it just it builds over time and then you know people always talk about love like it's you know it's a chemical thing and it's natural for people to fall out of love and like love is becomes more of a commitment than it, a feeling or whatever there there's a lot of copium going on about <laughs> about when you're in a relationship for a long time it's so natural for the love to go away and then but the partnership is about you know sticking with it and it's almost like it's a business That's after true. that and and a lot of people have come to that school of thought that well it's natural for the love to fall away like love is supposed to fall we're not meant to be monogamous right we're we're actually 
we're not uh, we're not meant to do that. It's against nature, and it's a good so newer thing that we so came if up we're going to hold on, to, yeah, if we're going to hold on to commitments, and it's just going to be about the commitment. It's not about the love, and because I think so many people don't actively work on conflict resolution and courting your partner still and continuing to date and doing things that are like you know what you would do in the beginning to impress your partner i think that it has become very common to like lose the the initial attraction and lose lose those feelings that you have for them and therefore when these couples get together they're like oh yeah me too that's natural i think that just happens for people and like and they all get together and go yeah yeah, yeah, that happens so like yeah it's not marriage is about you know holding through and you know supporting the family and sticking to your commitments or whatever they say and sounds contractual i don't think it's true i mean i i was open to the idea of people warning me about that like where i'm like okay something to brace for i hope that doesn't happen but you know if everyone's saying it maybe that's just something that happens to people i and i'm going to do my darndest to not let it happen but um you know, maybe that may, I don't know. Maybe they're right. I have never gotten to a decade plus with somebody, but being Until at the, now. No, yeah, being at the other end of it now, I mean, I'm more in love with you than ever. Yeah, and, same. and I think that, and then I'm trying to reverse engineer that so that people, like, what did How we do? We do? Technology yeah. With the world? Like, what did we do? Right. <laughs> that we can maybe tell people now if that there are people that are beginning a relationship before it's too late. Like these are the things that you can do to like water the plants, you know. Yes. If you stop watering the plants, the plant dies. Yes. Yeah. So it's it's not rocket science with that, but it is rocket science, I think, for love because no one's if you're not shown healthy examples, and if every example in your life of a long term relationship has been people falling out of love and just sticking with it yep. because they made they a to. they made a vow they have a kid or whatever. yeah or whatever the wherever the reasons are they just think it's the right thing to do. Um, then you're just shown that over and over again and you don't try to actively go a different route. Yes. You know? Yeah, and I, I worry about the, like I was saying before, like the expectation thing. Like, um, like you have to earn that to me. Like mm-hmm. the, the like, let's get married. Like, let's like, okay, we're a good fit and let's get married. Don't just do it because it's a milestone. Exactly. Yeah. Or like it's been a long time. We've been two two years. Everyone says two years or like get off the pot kind of thing. Yeah, I think I've been very fortunate in that regard. I think both of us have, but like I've realized that a lot of people grow up with their parents, usually like the mom, but like it could be either one, um, you know, really, really like, praising the wedding part like when you oh when you get married when you go oh the wedding when's the wedding was the wedding True. like it was a really big part of them like their childhood of uh them imagining a wedding because they their parents had a wedding and it was big and it was a celebratory thing and it was this whole thing my parents didn't have that so <laughs> like my mom definitely never talked about a wedding or put in any pressure on me to get married or like like having a like putting all this i feel like people put a lot of emphasis on the actual wedding day like it's their like it's a show it's like their day it's like it's my day because i'm getting married and i never thought about a wedding that way i I didn't have any examples of it so i think too sometimes psychologically some people are like they don't get attention 
and yeah. the wedding is a forced attention day for them. Yeah. And so they like focus the whole thing on that, but like it's not really about that. So that's why when I'm trying to reverse engineer it, I'm like, well, there's a lot of variables here that I feel like made a different path that, and I'm not sure how much each one contributed, but um, I, I mean, I got a lot of attention. Yeah. I mean, I, I, we were both on YouTube. Yeah. Um, I didn't feel any lack of attention. I didn't feel any, and also I'm not like, I don't really revolve my life around that either, but Same like, but, um, I also felt very special from you, mm-hmm. like specifically when I thought about my, when I think about my ex-boyfriends, there was like a lot of pull away where I felt like, like they weren't really giving me a lot of attention and maybe I got like a little needy or whatever but i never felt that with you i never felt like a lack of attention from you so when our actual wedding day came it was like just so laid back like it was was so casual it was like just having a party i was so happy that everyone was there it was very true and like i i really didn't like make i I really didn't feel like it was about me you know i mean it was about us but i didn't really like See it as like this is my day. You were not a bridezilla. You're, no, you're, you're the last person I would describe as that. I mean, and I had never gone to a wedding in my adult life before my own wedding, so True. I didn't have those examples to compare to. But, but yeah, so the emphasis really was on just like I was just so happy our friends and family were there. Mm-hmm. I'm in love with you, mm-hmm. and we're like solidifying a commitment to each other um it was really exciting i made a lot of uh, shit i get off the pot jokes but it's it it was never like no it wasn't real i I never like needed the wedding day like i never needed the like i'm at this stage of my life and i need to be married by now you know what i mean never coasted like i think that where people really mess up yeah is they get married yeah. I got the commitment. I got the ring. Yeah. Now I'm going to coast a little yeah. bit. And maybe you don't even know you're going to coast. Right. Maybe you're just like, I want to do this for my partner, but I'm not going to. Maybe they'll understand or whatever because we have we have work with the do things, all this stuff. Yeah. Instead of going like, no, nah, I'm going to I'm gonna like go out of my way to make sure I get it done to show them that yeah. I love them. And like, and, and not taking for granted that they know that you love them because you guys are married. Like, yeah. Just, just like trying to put the extra mile, I think goes a long way. Yeah. And I think a lot of people miss that like in this entire thing like they think i got it already it's, it's i booked it yeah there's no more steps yeah it's a win it's in like, the books other than having a baby which then I, I feel like a lot of people do because it's the next step like oh man that's one just, of the worst things yeah and i think like for me i've never done anything because i was supposed to like it's never been like oh well i have to well i'm supposed to do this so that's why i'm doing it i mean from i'm talking in every part of my life and that and it wasn't me trying to be contrarian either but like, you know, with school, I always thought I was going to go to like Stanford or Yale or like yeah, sure. some like big university because I was like in the gifted program and everyone just t- like I was the academic student. I got a, a scholarship to go anywhere I wanted in California. Um, and f- all the stars looked like they aligned in the path of me going to some prestigious college. And I didn't know where I wanted to go, so I went to community college first. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, it makes logical sense to me to do that and then transfer to a university because you have to get your GED done anyway. Might as well do it like at home. Then my hometown, Santa Barbara, is pretty good junior college too. So, um, And they have an easy transfer program. But I, I just realized that 
I, it wasn't getting me where I wanted to go. I felt like it was getting in the way of my career. And I feel like when you know what you want, when you're so solid on that and you, you know, from, from here in your heart, not from like your, like, Oh, wouldn't that be cool? Like I could be a star, you know, not from your like ego, but from like really your heart. I think following that is a path less traveled. And, but I feel like that is the, the, my um, the method for sustainability in my mind yeah of like of no regrets of um never feeling like i strayed from my truth you know and and it was hard i think people sometimes think that i just advocate for like dropping out of college or whatever yeah, because, they, well, like yeah. like as if it's easy or well, as they if, act like we want everyone to divorce and get and drop out of college yeah exactly but <laughs> but when i tell you like it was not part of my plan to, like originally and that it took a lot of thought and a lot of like making pros and cons lists and and really thinking about like am i sure about this because it seems bonkers bananas from my entire history of what i've ever said i wanted to do and um, and I think when you can strip apart, strip away from societal structures, from like what your expectations soci- you think society has on you, when you strip away all labels of like, oh, you're the academic one, you're the, um, these are traditional female uh, thing like roles or whatever traditional gender roles. If you can strip down like a political beliefs, religion, and just get to really who you are, and then follow what your heart is telling you to do and if you can be like ballsy enough to do that and not listen to what society says to do i think that you can't go wrong and i feel the same way about relationships i think that a lot of people are panicked about finding someone because their biological clock is ticking and like they're they're already this age and they're not married and they're they need to have kids by this age and they're they're not even close and they they get in this like mentality of like i need to be on this timeline yes uh, which is a made-up timeline it's it's what society told you your timeline was that's doesn't it's not real it doesn't exist like you weren't put on earth with a timeline what about people who are like hey look i'm in my 30s i gotta have a kid by 40 yeah i don't know i mean like freeze your eggs mm. i don't know what to tell you like you know there's sperm banks there's you can freeze your eggs um there's lots of things you can do you can adopt later but the one thing i wouldn't do is rush into a relationship with someone just because I need a partner to have kids with. Yeah. That is the absolute worst thing that you can do. I think that's a prison sentence, honestly. But isn't that what like maybe half of people who have ever lived have done? Yeah. And I think that that's why I think there's never been like a book. There's no manual on like, here's how to form a healthy relationship. And there's not enough examples in the world. It's not taught in school. It's some shit they don't tell you. Yeah. It's fucking stupid, by the way, that they don't have interpersonal relationship classes. There was in my brief stint in college (laughs) the one year that i went i did take an interpersonal relationships course because i thought i was going to major in communications but um i took a interpersonal relationships course and there was so much gold in that course that's like a throwaway course it's like an elective it's like not even like a core class right um drop some beats what what did you hear like like the i thought that everybody understood i statements Explain. Are you familiar with I statements? Uh, no, not from my head. No. Okay, so like when you're in a conflict with somebody, you don't come at them and go, "You make me feel so bad when you do this and you do that and 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 you always cause this pain. Like you're causing my pain." It 
comes off as an attack and the other person shuts down and goes into defense mode immediately. You will never get somebody to come around to your side by like attacking them like that. Either they'll try to appease you, but they won't really mean it, or they'll go full attack back at you, right? But an I statement is... I think I, I do that. I feel... you. Yeah, it's the healthiest conflict resolution method yeah and and we touched on it a little bit in junior high i remember but most people don't remember th this class i guess or i took a very special class i don't know but like i bring it up because i felt like everybody knew that like everybody is aware of i statements and i would bring it up like oh you know you do an i statement and they're like what's an i statement yeah well the i statement is just like you're taking ownership for your feelings and you're trying to find the solution with the person together right yeah, um, so i feel sad or i feel hurt when i've asked if you could do the dishes and you say yeah and then it doesn't get done it makes me feel like you don't think these needs are important um and they are very important to me yeah. and it would be nice if we could just get and, and i feel like you're being a bitch yeah and i am and so that's and that's an nice and i'm and, i am I, being a bitch and Thank do the fucking dishes, for asshole. My feelings. You're welcome. That's not an I statement. You can... I feel like a butt. Oh, I, you I feel, feel okay. yeah. I, okay. I feel I'm being a bitch, <laughs> and still go do the fucking dishes. You asshole. fucking asshole. asshole. Yeah. Yes, okay. asshole. Yeah. No, but no, it does help. No, because I have been in many situations where just coming at it like someone's coming at me hot, mm -hmm. and then coming at it from like, oh, I. I see it like this. Where are you coming from? And it almost like puts a fuse out or something. Like people are like, oh, yeah. Oh, you're not as mad as I am. Another thing you can do, especially when you disagree with somebody, like especially if it's like something like politically or whatever, like you, if you like really disagree with them, is to state what they believe in a like, so you, you believe XYZ. Just so that they, just so they feel understood. Oh sure. And then on, then you can say your piece or whatever. But nobody will ever listen to you if they if they feel misunderstood. Yeah, that's fair. If they if you're just going at them and you're slapping labels on them, and you're telling them like, well, you're a misogynist because you think that women shouldn't be able to get abortions or whatever. Yeah. You know, there's lots of very controversial topics out there, right? Well, that's not what they feel actually that's they don't feel they are being misogynistic so you can't just come out someone like that yeah it's hot <laughs> what you can say is like you think that life begins at conception and, da, 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 and that by having an abortion that it is murder and and the person can feel understood by you it doesn't mean i have to agree with you right. i don't maybe I, I i staunchly disagree with you but at least we can come from a place of understanding like i understand this is your viewpoint and now i'm going to tell you my viewpoint right. so now you maybe hopefully will try to understand me but it i think a lot of people just fucking bang heads all day long yeah. and you're not getting anywhere no. like people don't understand that when they go on twitter and just angry rant that like you're either talking to an echo chamber or you're just making the other person more firmly set in their beliefs that you're against <laughs> because you're just you just sound like an asshole. You don't sound like you understand anybody or that you're empathetic to anybody. You just sound like you're very self-righteous and um, like your your point of view is the end all be all. Do you think that people ruin a good relationship with that kind of attitude? Yes. Yeah, I do too. Yes, I think that the that conflict resolution is something that should be taught in schools. 
And it's not. And it's bullshit because I think that it's so important for uh, like we as a people are the fabric of society. Like we have to make we have to make this shit work together. And same with relationships, but as a greater whole, as a collective, like we are supposed to make some shit work together as a community, as a glo- as the, a global force, right? And it's what it, if you look outside, it's fucking nuts out there. It's like wars everywhere. It's fucking conflict city. Nobody can agree on anything. Everybody hates their neighbor. Blah blah blah. Because like you're not taught at base level how to understand people, and then therefore work through conflicts together. And honestly, I'm starting to think it's on purpose. Damn, dude. <laughs> yeah damn i mean that's why like people accuse like go into conspiracy theories or whatever but like i really do think to a point to a degree that the more people are fighting the easier they are to control and like when oh, people think, are angry you can navigate them towards a certain viewpoint and you can aim their anger at something that's uh, misaligned, actually. Like I think misdirected. the news is there to agitate you yeah. into into you know just totally either apathy, yeah, right, or agitate you into just misunderstanding what maybe people actually want. Because I try to always figure out like why, like what's the motive behind why wouldn't we te- teach stuff like this in school? Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't we teach basic uh, finance skills? <clears throat> and basic communication and interpersonal relationship skills at a very young age, starting like very young, well, like at, like six. Because Barclays doesn't want you to know about mm-hmm. how to use money because they want you to get a credit card. Yeah. 100%. I mean, there, it all comes, everything that I think that's important for us, to that would be really important for us as a society to know, and that we, are, like, we aren't taught in schools, I'm always like, why? And it always comes to money, it seems like. Well, every time they do some vote to like, it's like, we want to simplify the tax code and make it so, yeah, we'll just send you your taxes and you know what to pay. Yeah. They always vote that down. Both parties vote that down. Mm-hmm. Because the like the, the lobbyists, the special interests are like, no, 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 that's where we make our money, the complicated tax code. Like, we, there's a billion dollar industry here. Yeah. And every time they're like, we Turbo need Turbo tax is behind that, by the every way. Every time they're like, we need to go to war, both parties agree on it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Every time something's <laughs> like, complicated. Yeah. So- but Stupid. the minutiae, right? Everyone, yeah. uh, then it's like, okay, well, we all know how everyone's going to vote. Anyways, when we come back, yeah. what about more ways you could really mess up a real good relationship? Yeah. And more. Oh, and if you really like the show, nothing helps us out more than going to patreon.com slash sticky. S-T-I-K-K-I. Um, you get the show a day early. Also, I do a show on there called Crypto Corner every Tuesday night, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We've been live streams. Rushing the crypto market. Not oh, to brag, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, but we've been crushing it. the crypto market. Um, corners already absolving their Luna losses. Unbelievable progress. We've been crushing this game. That's what we do. Um, yeah, proud of everybody out there, by the way. Um, and yeah, we do live streams every month and we do free roll po- poker tournament every month as well. Yeah. So we'll see you after that. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you 
I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Hey, thanks for listening to our podcast. We just want to take a break to tell you to like, thanks for listening to our podcast. And if you want to rate it, that would be really awesome for us. Like, Listen, we're on break. We're not talking to you like podcast hosts right now. We're just talking to you like people. As a friend. And we just want to say, please rate the show because it helps out a huge amounts. Like we're not desperate. We're like kind of desperate. We're giving shout outs right now to all the people who are giving it ratings. So huge shout out right now to Brian Jorgensen. That was sick of you, dude. Thank you. God bless. Uh, huge shout out right now to Mark. Mark W. in Springfield, Connecticut. Back to our podcast. Jenny Blight. Hey, back to our podcast. In Tuscany, and Florida. back to our podcast. God bless you. Thank you. Steven. Huge. Thank you for supporting the show. <laughs> All right. We're back. And I was, I kind of got off topic there because okay. I get, I get a little steamy. It happens. Steamed. You get a little heated. I get a little steamy. You get a little heated. Do you think, that's, do you think that's hot? I do think you're, I think you're hot though. Hell yeah. No matter what. <laughs> Nikki has a video of me like sleep talking to her. Yeah. And, she, and I'm just like telling her how hot she is. It's <laughs> so cute. She's like. She's like, what do you say, babe? And I'm like, you're so fucking fucking hot, babe. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking hot, babe. Like, let's have sex right now. Let's I'm like, I'm driving right, right now. <laughs> I'm like, I don't care. Let's fucking go, babe. <laughs> it's really anyway, cute. Great vid, 10 out of 10. Yeah, um, it is really cute. So, but I wanted to say that um, where I was going with the ignoring society is that if you can get in touch with who you are and really like what you're what makes you happy what brings you joy to the world i don't think it's too high of an expectation to want a, to say to yourself i'm okay with being alone unless someone can really add to that oh yeah you know what i mean oh yeah for sure and i think that too many people are scared of dying alone that they are willing to sacrifice their happiness um for like a temporary happiness that is ultimately toxic for them. I have to say, being the idea of being alone um, for me is it's not like a terrifying concept. Yeah. On one hand, like because I like who I am. Yeah. But um, I I I now know what life is with you. Yes. And that's what's one hundred percent. Because before I used to, and I'm not like throwing shade or nothing, but I've been in relationships. Like I was in a relationship, and I like to ask people this all the time. I'm like, hey. How, let's find out how bad your relationship's going. Do you look forward to going home? Yeah. Do you look forward to going home? That's a home great and, litmus test. Thank you. And seeing your person. And if they say no, they don't, they dread it. I'm like, dude, I think you guys are done. Because that's where I was. Yeah. Like, like I, I remember so specifically 
being my stupid fucking Mini Cooper and driving like towards my like apartment or whatever and being like fucking A. And then I got I take a deep breath and I go through the door, you know? And I'm like, what's gonna what's it gonna be tonight? What do I gotta do tonight? Yeah. Like, well, it's gonna suck tonight, you know? Like it just completely blew. And like that's not how it is with you. It's just yeah. every day is a dream. But like I, I if I didn't have that to compare it to, the idea of being alone. Sounded kind of sick. Yeah, well, you don't know what you don't know. Exactly. So, like, what I'm saying is, yeah, I was okay with being alone unless someone really added to that. I didn't, I would, there'd be no way to know or what the feeling is like of having someone severely add to that until actually experiencing it, which is what I believe is real love. Um, Me too. But yeah, at the poker table, <laughs> it's so funny because like sometimes like I talk about you and people can't believe that I'm so excited to like actually hang out with my person and like my. It sounds well because it sounds like bullshit, right? It does. It just sounds like it sounds. When to, the norm is hating yes, your your yes. spouse, it sounds. It like, sounds like bullshit. It's like what? What do you mean? Cause, and then people like to do this shit. Like, yeah, okay, it's a real Disney movie and shit. And it's like. Yeah. It's not a Disney movie, yeah. first of all, because that shit's corny. Like, we have a real relationship that's like, you know, like, n- like okay, for example, this woman right here, I love her more than anything in the world, and I find her beautiful and sexy at all times. <laughs> here it comes. This morning, <laughs> I woke up, my alarm clock was her getting peed on by a cat, <laughs> her head covered in urine. Yeah. And guess what? I screamed. I was hard. <laughs> Never been more Stupid. hard. No, no. <laughs> But 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 yeah, it's like it's not like oh, there's no like gross out moments or whatever. It's like not on you, by the way. But like yeah, like, I it's didn't not, fucking pee on it's me. Not a Disney movie. You don't, get a, <laughs> you don't get a Disney movie where your cat like fucking pees it's on you. It's more like a sitcom. It's like a sitcom. Yeah, it's like a yeah. like one of those married sitcoms. Right. You know. It's exactly. That. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. King of Queens over here. But no, but it's but we but you know again credit to me, big, huge time credit slice for me. Like big t- big slice of the credit pie goes to me. Yeah. Because. I put this rule in that says no bathroomish stuff. As soon as you get together, yeah, treat it like a first date at all times. Well, can you explain that further for the people okay, so that people are listening go, for like, the first time? What are you time? talking about? I fart. If my partner loves me, they know I fart. Yeah, yeah. Everyone knows you fart, dude. But you don't have to fucking fart in your your partner's face. Right. Show them how real you are. Yeah. And give them pink eye. Yeah. Just because you don't want to show them how real you are, dude. Yeah. Like just chill out. If you're going to act, like, so you get what you put out. Like, if you act yeah, like yeah. a roommate, you act like a brother, a sibling. That's it. Then, yeah, you're going to. You, you fart in, in the blanket and then you shove your fart, fucking partner's head under there. Yeah. And give them, what do they call it? Uh, a Dutch a, oven. A Dutch oven. Mm-hmm. Guess what? We don't live in Dutchland, pal. <laughs> All right. We live in Nevada. Yeah. <laughs> we live in Nevada. <laughs> okay. There's no Dutch ovens here, pal. Yeah. The surest shit isn't Dutch food. So yeah, what are you doing that for? You doing what are you what are you doing it for? Tell a story later. To get, right. To get who, who's laughing? You. Right. Like what's it for? That's the thing. But yeah, you're again. You get what you put in. You get uh, out what you put in. That's roommate shit. Exactly. Just knock it off. You get the kind of love that you're putting out there. That's it. You, you have to give what you, you have to give whatever you're wanting to get, right? Yeah. And but get, not to get it. You only like, get what you give as the song goes. Yeah, the, there you go. But it, like I think it's all the little things, you know? I think it's like the little things that make me f- I feel 100% supported. Like I at no yeah. point do I feel like um if I go to you with something I'm going to get shut down oh, or like no. I'm going to get a negative reaction Vice from versa. it. Or, well, it depends on your mood, but but Right. 
it that's just about openings. That's not about you accepting what I'm going through. It's about you going through something and not being available for like that topic. Right. But that's like something I expect mm -hmm. because I know you. But like if I like you're not like open for business 24 7 365 <laughs> like you're like a nine to five like <laughs> like I have to hit you in the hours right because you're just a complicated person and I but but this so far from like being a problem is part of her beautiful process that I love about this woman is that she is so hyper focused on what she's up to it's like. It's not a surprise when you see all of a sudden Nikki's on TV or Nikki's doing something or Nikki's like doing this or that because Nikki is hyper focused person. Um, and she has my back no matter what. And if anybody ever like thought otherwise, they're nuts. But she has a mental process that cannot really be interrupted easily or else it basically throws off her whole day. It's like, <laughs> it's like fucking like. You know, you're doing Lincoln logs, yeah. and then I come in the room, and I'm like, you like shaking the, the table, yeah. and you're like, no, the Lincoln logs, yeah. And it's not personal towards me, yeah, hundred percent. You're focused on this project that's like this Lincoln logs thing, yeah. But that's again, it's about understanding your partner, and you could really. So here's where I could have ruined a good thing. This is what I wanted to get to. Yes, I could have really ruined a good thing if I saw that and went, well, she, I just can't. Why can't she just drop everything and make it about me or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. Whatever vain vanity thing that we all do to make that we all do to make a mistake in a moment now if it was real if it's like hey my i'm a death in the family or something yeah. real you would do that yeah but if it's something like not a big fucking wow yeah you have to do your process to get to to get your day done so that you feel like you had a productive day right and I, i'm not here to interrupt it well, it's just so hard to like uh, my thoughts just don't go back together and then I just get so frustrated with myself and it's not even about you. It's not about me, I know. It's just like it's that like I can't get it to go back to the amount of focus that it was just exactly. just then and it's it's frustrating and I don't know how to fix that but um but yeah, uh I think that like anytime you've ever really needed me like oh, I if I need you, it's over. I have never, never put anything above you. No, like never. you are always, always priority number uno. Right, and that, that's what I mean by this. It's like, so I could look at that and go, well, yeah, that's normal. But like when it comes to the small things, why can't I just go up to Nikki and say, "Do you want eggs at the store?" <laughs> right, like, and, yeah. and I know there are people out there who go, I can't even just say like, "I want eggs." Yeah, you want eggs. And she freaks the fuck out, right? And I would have really messed up my favorite thing in the world if I was if I saw that and just went, that might be a deal breaker for me. Mm. Why can't you know what I mean? Like nitpicky thing. Yeah. Oh, I don't know if I can hang with that. Well, so I I, I don't know how to feel about that because it's like if someone can't hang with that, maybe it's just not a good fit. You know what I mean? Sure. Because there are plenty of people that I don't like. I was told by my last boyfriend that no one will ever love me the way that I need to be loved. That like that was just impossible and that I'm just too complicated of a person. And he and I, you know, I I could believe that, which is why I was okay being alone because it wasn't worth the pain of loving someone in a way that I couldn't be loved back. Um but he was dead fucking wrong. Fuck you, Kai. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. like, dude. That feels good. Yeah. My, I'm so petty. I love my it. My guy, like, understands me. I think that that's really what it is, is that you, to feel understood. Yeah. 
I I think that you understand me more than I even understand myself. Like sometimes you break down my my mental process in a way that I'm like I've never even understood it that way before. But you're 100 percent correct. And well, I can zoom out and you can't. Yeah. So that's it. I'm, I'm just describing what and I'm saying. And then not only do I feel understood, but I feel like respected. Like where it's like not um, it's not silly it's not a negative it's not like a like it ruins the relationship because i've often felt like because i can't change this part of me it's ruining the relationship or whatever but really it's just finding the right partner that uh, that appreciates like who you actually are like so it always felt like i couldn't be a hundred percent authentically me like i i had to kind of cover up parts that i know aren't acceptable like aren't like really like i that you're not allowed to like have a meltdown you know right um but it's like i sometimes need to have a meltdown so i can get over it and move on like otherwise it's just bottled up and i'm just have this frustrated energy and it's unproductive for days instead of just having like a five minute meltdown and then moving on and being being super productive or a 55 minute meltdown sure 55 minute meltdown could could happen acceptable as well um followed by a a nap and then it's a reset you know it's a reset followed by a a nap covered in cats to the point where i'm like is she being suffocated (laughs) is this real life is this is she going to die yeah yeah but i have never felt judged by you you're the only person i've ever been with that i haven't felt judged by in a way that i'm like damn this is going to be something that he can use against me in a future fight you know what I mean? I can't imagine. It's like ammo. It's like I, yeah, I how much imagine. ammo can we collect on each other so that when we get in that future fight, like I can win the war. If we're good at anything, it's that we don't we have no resentment towards each other. Yeah. Like zero. Zero. Because we clean out all the wounds whenever we get into a fight. Yeah. We get into fights, folks. Yeah. We, we get do. into fights. It's we talk like about it on the show. People think all like, oh, oh, you guys never you fight. Never fight. Okay. Yeah, whatever, whatever. No. I bet you guys never, oh, what? we, Dude, even remember last summer when you were doing the World Series? Yeah. And we're like, we haven't been fucking for like a month. Yeah. We were honest on this show. Yeah. But, we never thought it would happen because we were always like, you gotta ha- make you time. Gotta you gotta get, get it, it in. One, once a week at least. You, you get gotta it get it. You get it in. You gotta go on dates. Go, go do it. And look, I mean, 100% with our schedule in LA, the way that our lives were, it was 100% set up for success where we could do that. Yep. And I thought like, oh, well, it's just a, ma- a matter of prioritizing. And like, you always have to just prioritize it. But fucking no. no. Like, actually, this year, I mean, the with WSOP yeah, like, with, and everything, yeah. I mean, there's certain windows of opportunity that I just need to take it. You just need to take advantage of what, when it happens and like we would talk to each other about it yes, and the there's a lot of discourse about a lot it of discourse. but it but it wasn't personal and it wasn't like i'm prioritizing this over you no it's like this is for us yes yeah yeah and we're it's always team-based yeah and we're wearing the same jersey exactly and we have the same stupid fucking foam finger and it's for each other and it's constant communication exactly so communication mm-hmm. not not letting resentment ever build ever build ever Conquer Nip, it. Nipping that in the bud. Do the arrow method if you have to very, very quickly. I'll do a 30-second summation of it. Yes. If you have an issue with your partner, like if you guys have resentment towards each other, you you basically take um, – you. this is corny, but you go outside. Don't be inside. Go outside. I don't care where you are. Drive to a park or something. Go somewhere and remove these little moments of resentment. Like they're arrows. You pull them out of you. Yeah. You, like, you say what it is out loud. I resent you because of this, mm-hmm. because your mother's a bitch. She's a whore. <laughs> your mother's a whore. And then 
You take it and you break it over your leg and you only do that if you're willing to move on from it. Yeah. Don't do it if you're not ready to move on. Yeah. Because after that, you cannot bring it up again. You do your stupid little petty arguments. Oh, I remember, it's just like that time when you're doing this shit. Nope, can't do it anymore. You broke the arrow, bitch. Right. It's move on time. I also wouldn't break the arrow until it you really resolve it with the partner when the partner says, I'm sorry for doing that or like, I won't do that anymore or didn't realize how much it hurt you. I will, you know, like whatever, I apologize. And then, because I don't think you can move on No, if, if that isn't actually resolved. So And addressed. If it's addressed, Address it's resolved. It yes. And then you really can find it in your heart to be like, I can forgive this and move on. Then break the arrow. Then break the arrow. Pull it out, break the arrow, and then don't bring it up. Don't be a snipey little bitch in conversations. Oh, you want to win an argument, right? How many couples do we know? Yeah. It's just a debate. It's a debate club. Mm -hmm. Instead of being a relationship where they're rooting for each other, mm -hmm. it's fucking speech and debate. Yeah. And they're like, oh, I told her this. Oh, yeah, you got to hear this to you. I had this line and like, yeah, I told her that. And I'm yeah. like, cool, dude, what'd you do? You just showed your chick. Cool. She, that doesn't do anything to yeah, move the needle. Yeah, you just killed your own team. Yeah, you're, you're exactly. You just annihilated your own team. Yeah. You fucking threw a pick. Yeah. You like, tackled the fucking <laughs> running yeah, back while yeah, they're yeah. about to you, score. You're the lineman and you just ran into your quarterback. Cool. Yeah. What, what are you talking about here? Uh -huh. But that, that's that that's the thing. It's adversarial. It's yeah. not like being on the same team. It's team-based sport, folks. Marriage, team-based sport. I know. And I think that, uh, again, like it becomes normalized through other people that are in relationships who are never taught healthy conflict resolution or communication methods. And so they all just think, Oh yeah, it's men against women. It's like it's yes. um, wives against husbands. It's it's reason against uh, insanity. Yeah, right? uh, yeah, exactly. Right? And and they and you get together. And I'm and, the reasonable one. And that's why they have girls' nights and boys' nights, and they all talk about like, oh, thank God we're away from those stupid asses that don't know how to, <laughs> yeah, love us. Um, that's the other thing too. Is the uh, I think undue pressure. Yeah, is really bad. Like doing the whole like. Um, like if your partner is, doesn't want to be physical with you, like for whatever reason, mm -hmm. and you take that personally, and then you start sniping at them from that. Yeah. Instead of like trying to address like, hey, what's going on here? Like, what is this really about? Yeah. You go like, oh, well, yeah, well, yeah, of course you don't want to do that because of this thing or whatever. Oof. Exactly. And you don't know you're drying your chick up like a desert, mm -hmm. but you are. Yeah. I mean, there's always something going on underneath. Like people, like I think really loving somebody is like loving them whatever they're going yes, through yes and wanting to like be on their team for whatever obstacle that no matter what the person is going through um and i think that i don't know if it's like being selfish or you know maybe because of the disney movie aspect that only highlights the good parts that people feel entitled to only getting the best of their partner um, instead of realizing that it's like a whole, it's like a, it's a whole it's ecosystem, ecosystem spectrum. It's a whole, yeah. it's a whole person. It's an aquarium. It's an aquarium. Right. Yeah. Got to get the right rocks. Got to get the right, the right substrate. You know, got to make sure the plants are okay and the shrimp are okay and the fish are okay. Air rock. Get an air rock. I apparently. That's what my mom said. Even though it suffocated our last Killed fish. Our last but fish, but fine. my mom said it. So it's fine. Yeah. Probably good advice. Mom said it, and we're gonna fight Thanksgiving. So <laughs> <laughs> she killed my fish. She killed our fish, and yeah, it's gonna. We're gonna confront her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, in a healthy way. In a healthy way. I'm gonna way. use I statements. Yeah, I feel terrible that you killed my fish. Yeah, 
<laughs> Your mom's so sweet. Oh, she's the I love her. I know she's the best. Um, anyway, that's all the time we got for today, folks. Hey, don't resent your people out there. Have their back. Wear the jersey. You're on the same team. And fuck the government. And fuck the government for some reason. They killed JFK. The, oh well, yeah. Yeah. That's just duh. But who's they? CIA. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's all the time we got for today, folks. <laughs> Check us out on Patreon, <laughs> patreon.com slash sticky. And we will see you guys on next week. the next one. Bye-bye. Bye. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 